cliffcentral.com Oh, you can be the light. <laughs> All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The multi-talented and the absolutely outstanding Lyra is in the studio with us right now. And you just heard Let There Be Light. Um, very inspirational song, I have to say. Um, is, is, does this form what the album sounds like? Very much. It sounds anthemic, very epic. And I think positivity is, is a core of my brand value. Yes, it has always been. So it's always been. So that's always going to stay. And it's just about, I don't know, evolving the sound. And I feel like we, we definitely did that with this particular album. I'm very excited. It's, it's been what, four years now? Well, five, when you count. Five. Uh, like five, yeah. Why four, four and a half or so. Why the break? Because I was busy globetrotting. <laughs> Literally, I've been all over the world just introducing myself to different markets, mm. um, getting interest going in different parts of the world. Last year, 15 countries. It was amazing. And just the feedback was just uh, incredible. And so, I mean, I've made it no secret that I would love a more international career. But in order to do that, I've got to go to those places and, and feel the water out, as it were. <laughs> What does that mean? If you were to explain it to me as though I'm a five-year-old, mm-hmm. um, what does that mean in terms of you appealing to an uh, international audience for you as Lyra? Okay, so I'm playing at festivals. I well, let me let me take the states. The states is a classic case. Um, I spent four. Well, four different occasions visiting the states. So the first time, it was to get a sense of if. My music has a place in the space there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I had a booking agent. We organized some gigs and I had a PR person because of course you need some hype people to know that you're in town. Did interviews. I went on tour and we were sold out. I mean, it was amazing for me that that was first the case, but a lot of them were curious. Some of them have seen me on the net and some of them were introduced to my music by South Africans traveling abroad, mm. that kind of thing. And, so the response was really phenomenal. And then so the appetite starts. And, and some of the best things that I, I, I got as feedback was, you know, your sound is unique. Your sound, we need this kind of messaging and this kind of voice in the States. So do come back. We're loving what you're doing, which went well. And then we were invited to the Obama inauguration. Yes. Um, and then there was an opportunity to go to the U.S. Virgin Islands. And then I performed twice at that time at SOBs, which is the club that broke John Legend. So... You know, just again, uh, the minute people know you're there and they know that you've done well in, in South Africa, for instance, mm. then there's a talking point. Then everyone wants to speak to you. So media was really going fantastically well. And then I decided, okay, cool. I'm ready for an official release of an album. And that was on the fourth visit, which was two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I released my first album called, titled... Uh, Born Free, sorry, uh, <laughs> Rise Again, and I did a, a promotional tour of, of the album, and that was pretty epic, because now we were hitting TV, um, KTLA, for instance, actually, they, they also saw us when I was there for the Obama inauguration, but they they have literally all of uh, Los Angeles watching every morning. It's like millions of people, and I remember once we did that show, I'd be walking down the street, and they'll be like, hey, yo, hey, yo, yo, yo you're Lyra, right? <laughs> like I saw you on TV this morning That nice. kind of thing So you know people need to see you They need to feel you um, And they need to hear you And that's that's what breeds appetite for your music 
you've obviously evolved from um, your previous album to now and the time you've taken. What kind of research um, do you undergo in order to put together an anthemic album such as the one you've just released? Well, I guess firstly, I, I am aware of global trends, but I always try not to try to keep up with all of that stuff because it comes and goes. And I'm trying to be a timeless artist. That is my intention. Um, but I also love the, the, the big sound. I mean, I feel my, my music at this moment can lend itself to big um, soundtracks. And that's, that's wonderful for me. You know, uh-huh. it's beautiful to be able to, to write stories that, that, that can be used in that kind of vein. So my, my main focus, though, was to capture the emotion of it. So I feel like this is the first time that we've been able to really amplify emotion in the way that we, we have. Nice. Um, and it sounds current, you know, there's like a freshness to it, which I like because sometimes you can have like a dated sound, which for me is just like, no, it's, it's nice to evolve. It's nice to either you're, you're setting the trend or at least moving with it in that, in, in terms of sonics now. Yeah. <sighs> Let's talk about Lira as a brand. I mean, we live in a time where uh, enterprising is very important. Creating a business around the name and the music. Uh, we're seeing people, um, you know, having endorsement deals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. As Lira, how important are those things to you? And, um, yeah, your relationship with the business community in general. I love it because it's a great way to amplify your brand. But how I pick my associations is finding values that are common. Mm. So it, it really needs to feel authentic. Uh, for instance, I've just become the brand influencer for Bobby Brown. Congratulations. Thank you yeah. very much. But I love makeup, period. <laughs> okay. I'm that girl that invites my cousins and we, we do like a whole, we all sit together. We lay down the makeup and I teach them what to do. Oh, really? Yeah, I love makeup. You know, and for me, I think girls need to use it in a way that doesn't change who you are, but just enhances, just, just enhances your, be- your natural beauty. Yeah. So especially when you're young and you're a teenager and you're still grappling with your confidence, it's just like little tools that you learn to, 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 to enhance that. With my girlfriends, I got them makeup as, as Christmas presents. Nice. So this is what I do anyway. Um, and so I've become a brand influencer for South Africa. And so, like I say again, um, with Bobby Brown, for instance, it's going to be a huge PR for me here throughout the continent as well as in the states or everywhere else where bobby brown um nice is is present so that's 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 a great talking point if you weren't an artist that you are today what would you be doing i'd still be an accountant i'd probably be trying to become a ca really yeah i mean i can't say how that would be going but you know (laughs) (laughs) how much of what you learned and uh do you apply to the music today everything um that kind of education, that kind of accountability mm. um, has has made me I think I'm, I'm very good with money I account for, for, for everything So there's a good balance in terms of that mm-hmm. But also the education process for me Taught me how to think systematically and logically So as musicians we can sort of be happy-go-lucky But you still need to structure your life in order to make it work I always say Music is, is, is a very spiritual thing, but we still exist in a world that is very structured. So we need a gap that's going to bridge what we do and functioning in the world as it functions. Michael Jackson versus Prince. I love Michael Jackson, though. 
<laughs> you didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you know, I had I had such a powerful dream about Michael Jackson, and he's had a big influence on me that I actually thought I was going to meet him. So when he died, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hold up. I was like, hold no, up. no, 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 no. This is not how the story goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Tupac Biggie. Oh, that's not fair, though. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's not fair. Why? Does anybody ever choose between those two? They do it all the time. No, that's not fair. <laughs> oh, my. Ay, ay, ay. Mm, uh, Tupac. I thought my forgot Do. Oh, but I... Okay, uh, that's... <laughs> Okay, it's a fair comparison, but given my history, <laughs> it's not so fair. <laughs> okay, I but no, no, yeah. I know. I figured I, I, I loved Mdu as an artist. I, I thought he was just phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, Arthur, you know, I literally learned a lot from him. So but if you're asking me as artist, I'll say Mdu. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's part of your journey, isn't it? Uh, having been. Well, you, you were signed to his stable, to oh, Arthur's yeah. stable. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And um, do you have do you have you maintained any kind of relationship? We get along. We speak. We we're very civil to each other. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's brought um, some of Cho, Chomi's music to be mixed by my husband and producer. Okay. So he's been at our house, for instance. So it's it's chilled, chill vibes. Okay. Now let's talk about uh, back while you were touring. And mm-hmm. uh, what's the one place you enjoyed the most? California. California. Actually, it's just my favorite. I would, I would, I would live in LA any mm. day. Um, but San Francisco surprised me. We had Asians, we had Puerto Ricans, and I mean, everyone was on their feet and they were singing Parate and Hamba, and I was just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> but that was cool. It really surprised me. It was a, it was a different eclectic mix of crowd. Feels good. Ten years now, right? Ten years. Can you believe it? Take me through the uh, creator process of just working on that song because it was such a huge surprise for us when it just dropped. It was like, "What is this?" And then we get to know it's you. Like we had to catch up. True. <laughs> Take me through the process of just ending up with that type of sound and that song, and mm. as widely played as it was. You know, I'll be the first to admit that other female artists had already set the tone for the sound of female vocalists at that time. Mm. So I started off strictly R&B. And what frustrated me in that time was the fact that R&B started moving towards being highly sexual. Yes. Like it wasn't just about the music anymore. Tell me like, about like it. The J-Lo's and Beyonce started throwing off their clothes. I was like, what? Guys, wait. <laughs> I thought we were just, you know, <laughs> not artist, not every artist is like that. So I was just, I found myself, I, I didn't have a place and space in that. And so sort of the, the Afro soul vibe became the next logical space to be in because uh-huh. I still wanted to, to sing and be respected as a woman. And so... I packaged myself that way to help me express myself better. I wanted to keep my clothes on <laughs> for starters. And, and just that respect, because I think when, when I was back at triple nine, um, girls were very objectified and, and I felt constantly a need to protect myself. That yeah. was just my perception of it. I mean, you'd meet people within the industry and people would just grab you like they know you like that. It would irritate me how you'd every day have to fight off that kind of energy. It was just hard work. 
So I needed I think it influenced me In wanting to shape my brand So that people would think That that's not appropriate Yeah And that's the case now So it's like positioning To, to achieve that Lyra is here with us in the studio And she will be performing for us So stand by Do not move my social media handles It's O'Neill Africa across board Leave your comments We'll share them throughout
Lira, ladies and gentlemen, she just ended off her performance for us. This is actually a very special day because on this very day, her album Born Free is officially out now. Absolutely, it's out on iTunes and Apple Music all around the world. And for the first time, we're seeing history being made even with the iTunes. You want to tell us about that? Yes. So the shopfront is is literally just focusing on the Born Free album. Yeah. And this is the first time that this has ever been done uh, for a South African artist. So it's, it's a big deal. Um, if you're on iTunes, log on now and just yeah. check it out. And if you like what you hear, please buy the Born Free album and show some love. So basically, they've created space for Lira and Born Free only. Literally, it's called a store takedown. And it has never been done for never, any ever. South African artist no. before. Not even Adele... Uh, not even Adele's hello, for instance. She didn't get that either. She didn't get that. So it's it's a huge sign of faith, and so hence I say, you know, I, it's it's they do their part, I do my part, but also we need the, the the audiences to show love. If you love the album, please go ahead and purchase it today. Today is the day we all make history. All right. Now the recurring theme through our social media, as I've been monitoring comments, is that. I keep seeing people who are saying, tell her she's and herself a new fan in me based on what That's they were so listening nice. to. Lovely. Then you see, this is, this is what's wonderful. I was actually thinking about this the other day just to give you a slightly long-winded answer. I was watching, I was in a, in a radio space and this particular station has millions of fans, but they still had a billboard and it occurred mm. to me, you never stop selling yourself to new people. You know, Certainly. you still, you, and so even when you, when you have any platform to do anything, you, 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 you sort of consider the fact that a person might be hearing you for the first time. Yeah. And, and I love that. That kind of feedback is, is fantastic. It's awesome. Thank you so much for that. 
Let, let's just talk about what we just um, witnessed right here with you performing some of the songs from the album Born Free. The sound, the one thing that you mentioned was that it's very anthemic. Yeah. You know, it sounds like something that's a movie soundtrack of sorts. Tell me about the process of working on this. It must have taken a hell of a lot of uh, production. We really worked hard. It's been a process of about two years. And just really researching what, how I want to express myself. You know, it's one thing <laughs> using words, but it's another actually actualizing it and, and, and putting it into a, a sonic experience. Um, and I know my, my, my producer in particular really worked hard to help me find that sound. So in terms of the composition process, I would sit with my computer. Uh-huh. I would create music using my voice. So you'd hear me pseudo um, beatboxing. Okay. And then I'd sing the bass, say my voice, and I would sing other elements. And then by the time it got to production, I feel there was already like a feel, a direction. And my producer was just phenomenal in terms of capturing that. Interpreting that into but, what we're hearing. But like beautifully, really yeah. capturing what I was trying to do and even amplifying it even more. So also having a great team makes a difference. Really having somebody that, that gets you and gets your vision is key. I've always said with, with uh, my first album, album, for instance, I felt like a lot of my ideas lost their essence because they, ha- they were so heavily interpreted. Yeah. This album, it feels like, you know, these people were like part of my limbs, as it were. They just got me that, that beautifully. So it's been an exciting process. What was your biggest fear working on this album? Um, that people will not easily understand change or evolution. But it's natural, isn't it? It's natural to want to be more, to want to be better, to want to be bigger. Um, and also, I didn't just want to do another album. I wanted to, you know, you actually said it when you said it. I mean, I threw my hands up in the air. You said it is our duty to capture the times. Yes. So this is, as Africans, we are searching for our place and space in the world. iTunes doing this for me today says we, we're seeing you. Mm. We're seeing you, feeling you. So for me, I don't want to be sort of secondary anymore. It's about us um, defining who we are and, and taking the forefront um, in on a global stage and saying, this is who I am as an African. This is my story. So the Born Free album is nothing political, but it's saying... All of us are born free and all of us can be brilliant, can be great, can be whatever we want to be. We're no longer limited. And our strongest limitations have always been in the mind after all. Very interesting stuff. Uh, we're hanging out with Lira and we are discussing Born Free, which is officially out. You can actually purchase it on iTunes as we speak. Now, the continent. I mean, Africa is the new frontier. Mm-hmm. There's a new appetite. There's just this exciting energy around Africa. Sure. What, what's what's Lira's plan for Africa, for the continent? For me, it's always been re, retelling the African story. A lot of us, this is at least how it felt for me, was that I was just thrown into this world and I was told what and who I am as an African child without me having to decide for myself. So all these limitations were always put on me. You know, I remember for a long time we were you know, mediocrity was sort of expected. 
was associated with being yeah. African, being average, being uh, a slave or, or being poor or all of these things that are associated with being African. But that's not our story. That's not our narrative. That's not where it ends. You know, we, we, we're completely different people than what the world perceives us to be. Yeah. So what I'm saying is let's own our story. Let's rewrite the script yeah. so that the child that you might be listening, that, that you've just given birth to has a different perception of who she is as an African child. So she's empowered. She's free. She's powerful. She can be brilliant. She can work hard and know that she can make, he or she can make the, her dreams come true. So for me, it's to create the soundtrack for that, for that new story. Okay. That's what I want to do. All right, there's a little game we like playing here. Uh, I just want to quickly play that game with you. Okay. I'm going to give you a word. Through that word, um, you have to transform that into music, into some kind of melody. <laughs> okay. Obviously, with the help of Titch here on keys. Hey, Titch. All right? <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm trying to think of something that's not necessarily... <laughs> I was gonna say, don't don't give me like a big word, like a seriously big word. That, no, you can't that, decide exactly that you, that I have to look up first. You can't my, decide. My English goes goes and then stops. <laughs> you can't decide. You can't decide. <laughs> okay, you can't decide. All right, okay, cool. cool. I'm ready. Water. Oh, let the water Let that water flow Let that water flow So I'm gonna make this comical Because it's a Friday We need not be serious, no So I know my doctor says I need to drink a lot more water And I'm just like Throw glass of champagne instead <laughs> I know you want me to drink water but how about after the glass of champagne let that water flow <laughs> let that water flow yeah <laughs> I don't know how long it's supposed to be just Wait, go just go just go it's yours okay <laughs> You've got one more minute. <laughs> one minute. Yes. You see, you didn't give me a time. Okay, cool. So I could have created a whole story there. Okay, cool. Do I want to throw me another word? No, go ahead. The word, same okay, cool. Expand on that narrative. Fantastic. So now, here I am sipping on this water. And I feel it quenching my thirst. Thirst for life. Yeah. There must be so much life in this water So please, please let it flow Let the water flow Let the water flow Yeah, we're doing a bridge Oh, I'm by the river Seeing an abundance of this flowing water and I step to it step to it cautiously I don't wanna don't wanna be washed away don't wanna be carried away I just want a sip of water <laughs> just a teeny weeny bit 
sip of water. Sea water is something freely given by this planet, and yet here we are paying for it. What kind of life is this? <laughs> Why are we paying for water? So much abundance. They be making us pay for it. Beautiful. <laughs> the incredible Lira, ladies and gentlemen. The album is out. Bonfi and what is not in the album? It should be. <laughs> it should be in the album. Next album. Wow. Oh man, Lira, listen, you are phenomenal. You uh, represent more than just music so much. And I think this album. It's just a testament to that The fact that you've come full circle I've, I know there's a long way to go for you But you know, in terms of what you've already presented To the world at large It's remarkable Thank you very much for sharing yourself with us today Oh, I so appreciate it And I'm going to take a moment to do something I hardly ever do And I probably should do it more often Yes. I want to give a shout out to Robin Cole Yes. Who's my husband, my producer Who's my everything behind the scenes He's my photographer The backstory He's like the backstory. So this woman cannot be all she can be without this man who holds it all together. So shout out to you, boo. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Robin. Him and I have had like <laughs> countless back and forth emails right? throughout the week. That I didn't have to worry about because he was on top of it. So, certainly, yeah. certainly. Listen, you deserve nothing but the best Thank in life. You. I pray that people go out there and they buy this album. Born Free is available. Make history and take it all the way to number one. Please do. Let's let's do this. Performances? Yes, I've got a launch on the eighth and ninth of um, April at Gold Reef City. Come through. It's gonna be it's gonna be epic. You know we always get lit. <laughs> all right. Gustav Titch. Thank Good you very much. Here. Good to be here. Titch, thank, lovely, man. You play beautifully. Thank, thank you very you. much. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let's thank alcohol. I mean, Titch. <laughs> <laughs> TGIF. Yeah. To, to my team, they worked tirelessly throughout the week to ensure that this happens. I mean, from um, Greg to Cat to Duncan to everybody who made sure that this was a, a success. Dory as well. Uh, Jono, everybody. Thank you guys very much. We out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Ladies love. Oh, yeah, baby. Listening to Neil Cliff Central. Yeah, baby. Cliffcentral.com.